American football in Finland. The voice in your ears is Perfect Purvis, and this is American football in Finland. Today, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Coach Q, Spencer Cutlin, and Chris Green. We got a whole new show, fellas. What's going on, guys? Everybody say what's up. What's up? What's going on? What's up? What's up? <laughs> How's it going, guys? You good? The AFF podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Seriously, though, American Football in Finland is currently available on more than 25 different platforms. So wherever you listen, be sure to rate us. Anything less than five stars will tell us that you are a hater. Welcome to season seven, the season seven of AFF. And just want to take the time personally to apologize to our audience for the lack of podcast consistency last season. We got caught up in the social media game, you know, likes, clicks and all that. And we lost sight of what really matters, talking football. So we're back to the basics this year. Uh, we'll be here each week giving people what they want. So before we even get into the show, let's talk about off-season. How was everybody's off-season? Tell us a little bit about what you've been doing and how excited you are to be back. Hey, uh, my off-season has been great. I became a dad. Oh, so, congratulations. Oh, yeah. Congrats. Yeah. yeah, so I got a little broke roommate now. But yeah, that's how my off-season went, man. It's pretty much a... Uh, definitely different for me from what I'm used to, but you know, new life. What about you, Spence? What's going on with you? Oh, my uh, first season without football, which is odd, but uh, you know, we, we move on and all that jazz, so that's why I wanted to come back into this to you know get back into it in some facet, facet. but yeah, just uh, just living basic life to be honest, nothing too special, nothing going on, the weight's going up, the age is going <laughs> up. So uh need some youth back in me. So uh hopefully we get it from the pod. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Um, well, I've I've just secured my first permanent teaching job as well mm. in the off season. So I'm I'm teaching PE full time now here in the UK, living the dream. Okay, and, okay. Yep, yeah, yeah. And I've been um commentating on the the UE Bullets University live streams on their home games uh, every game this season. And they had a lot of American scholars this year, so it was a real good level of football. And they got to the championship game and won the championship game against UON. And it was a fantastic game, a real good spectacle for the sport as well. If anyone managed to catch that, it was a good game. I mean, if anybody knows me, y'all know in Aussies, I hibernate. It's cold as shit in Finland, so <laughs> excuse my language. You know, I stayed in Lati. This is where I was. I don't like to tell my business. Everybody else is sharing, so I'll share a little bit. You know, December through January, I was out of here. I was actually in the States in Texas and Miami um, doing some work, getting that good weather in. Came back to this, you know, Finnish winter. Took a, a quick trip to Amsterdam with the AFF Team Revolution 7-on-7 squad. Almost won a championship out there. That was super fun, you know, working with the kids. Hadn't done that in a while. Um, but other than that, you know, taking care of my family and hibernating. That's me. If y'all want to see anything else I'm doing, you know, follow me on the Instagram at Perfect Purpose, and, you know, that's how you follow me. So uh, we'll get on into the show, guys.
We like to preview each team before the season. So today we'll talk about the Porvoo Butchers, who made the playoffs last season as the number three seed. Coach Q, tell us how the Butchers, the Porvoo Butchers, can make the playoffs this year. What are some of the biggest changes for that team? The biggest change is Brandon Gwinner going there. And I think he said that he still has some stuff to prove in the Maple League when somebody asked him why did he choose to go to Porvo. My question would be, why did he go to Porvo? Knowing the situation that he was coming into as far as depth and experience that a lot of the younger guys have, they do have some hopefuls. I mean, they do have some guys there that I think are going to carry on that Porvo tradition from before. But Brandon, I think he needs some weapons. It's going to be an uphill battle. Last year, we didn't think they were going to be in the playoffs either. I think maybe one or two of us might have said it might be the fourth team or possibly. But I want to ask this because you're <laughs> setting it up. Is, is, this is my question. Is Brandon Gwinner capable of replicating what Jabari Harris did? That's, that's, that's what we're asking because he's going into, like you said, same situation. And I don't want to hear anything about – well, he had RJ. RJ got hurt. RJ yeah. got hurt, and Jabari Harris put that team on his back last year. We had him very high into the MVP wrote, uh, voting. Yeah. He put his team on that back and put them in the playoffs. Can Brandon Gwinner put the Portland Butchers in the playoffs? Random question in the middle of the episode. Random question. I think he can. I really do think he can. Seeing what he did at Wasser, he might have had a little better players. I mean, he obviously had Alpha, so anything is possible if he's on the field. But I think Brandon can. I think he has those intangibles to always go out and give 100%. And depending on what they're putting around him or what he has to work with, I think he'll maximize it. Um, would they be number three, number four? Who knows? But Porvo, to everybody that doesn't know, Porvo won six championships in a row, too. They're not just like some team that's just, you know, competes sometime. Like, they got a winning history, too. So, um, at some point, they're going to rise back or start rising back to what they used to be. With who at the quarterback, we, we won't know. But I think Brandon brings a, a hunger, a, a fight to them. I'm thinking about the Butchers and how you said, like, they had the six running. The Butchers are the Dallas Cowboys of the Maple League. It wasn't. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that long ago though is what I'm saying. Like it really wasn't that long ago. Compared to nineteen ninety five. There's the right, saying right. There's yeah. the saying still getting up on almost twenty years though. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting there's, up there now. Go ahead, Spin Sars. There's the saying like, what have you done for me lately? In the case of the butchers is what have you done for me this decade? Yeah, you know, I, I fully respect what the bitches did, butchers, butchers back in the t- in the day, and I did. And even before two thousand ten. I hated playing the butchers. Yeah. Because the butchers played tough, they played hard, you know, in 2014. But from there, there's been like a. I hate to say it because you know I'm a I'm a Seppinen big fan. I, I love the guy, but he's been in a tough spot the last few years because the butchers haven't really put the pieces together. One thing I will say is that I can hear in the background Jabari Harris saying, "Keep my name." Out your, your in mouth <laughs> right now. Like, don't you go and compare me to anyone. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm totally with Q on this. Like, um, can Brandon Gwinner step up? He, he was in a tough spot in Vaza. You know, Vaza in a rebuild. But for me, I think it's a lateral step. He, mm. he puts himself on exactly the same page that he was in in Vaza, and this year he won't have Alpha Jallo to bail him out. Don't get me wrong. If he can make a connection with Miko Seppinen, he'll have that outlet. Seppinen puts up numbers year on year. Again, I ride that guy to the end. He's my all-time wide receiver goat of this league. For me, it's a lateral step. I think it'll just it'll just be 
copy paste. He'll make throws here and there. He'll have to make a lot of plays with his feet. What they don't have in uh, in the butchers again is is a defense to help him out. So he's going to be on the field a lot. That's going to be a key factor in like how how successful he can be. What other big changes do the butchers have? You like we just said, Brandon Gwinnett was was uh, the the main one. Um, another change they they made uh, they signed Dante Edwards. Dante Edwards is an edge rusher, linebacker, running back. Played in my NAIA conference. Played at Benedictine College, so he's from the NAIA, from the Heart of America conference in college. So he he comes from a competitive college uh, culture. So I know he'll probably come, you know, he'll come with it. Probably a guy that loves to play both ways. From everything that I read about him, he sounds like an energetic, like, I'll do whatever I need to do for my team. That'll give them some help defense with what they already have. So that's a big change because they they, they haven't signed any, um, at least the last year, they didn't sign a linebacker. They had linebackers, but they didn't sign a, you know, fresh linebacker. Yeah. So. New guy. Yeah, new guy. Well, you know, it'd be nice to see what he brings to them. But besides Gwinner and them signing, you know, one or two other imports, they've been pretty quiet about what their plans are for the season. So it'll be interesting to see what Miko and, and all of those guys come up with. What are some of the keys to success? What are some of the ways the Butchers can, you know, squeeze into the playoffs this season? I think the Butchers have to believe, for one, that it's possible to go back to the playoffs. With the team they had last year, I'm pretty sure to a lot of people, they thought it was impossible to see them in the playoffs. So they have the people in the roster to do it. They just need to believe in themselves and, and actually, you know, win some games. The best way to show people what you're made of is, is to win. They can win some games in this league with yeah. this roster. Yeah, I'm not even going to act like it's impossible in case you guys don't know the butchers i'm not saying they will win these games but their team can match up against unc they can match up against kotka i think this is just me i can't speak for you guys i think they definitely can match up against sinayoki and even um the wolverines team i think they match up well i'm not saying they can beat those teams but i i could see them going toe-to-toe with all four of those teams you beat each of those teams once, beat some of them twice, you're in the playoffs. Still one from the Roosters or the uh, Steelers, you're in the playoffs. It's six to get in, right? Ain't that what we play? We play six to get in. Yeah. We play much. 12 games, six to get in, guys. <clears throat> and I think the Butchers can definitely do that. What What other things do you think they have to do to be successful? Win games against good teams. Um, just like what you just said, basically, like they're going to have to at some point, they're going to have to, whether it's in a, in the regular season or in the playoffs, they're going to have to beat a team that's stacked up better than them. That or That's probably a better team. They're just going to have to beat them. They're going to have to get a, a few upsets to have a chance, but they can do it. Like you said, they can do it. They're playing against a new Coca team. They're playing against a, a Wolverines team that doesn't have much depth in games like that. Those are the games that you can steal. Those are the games that you yep. got to take advantage of because they're going to be tired when you're going to be tired. They won't get to switch out linebackers and D-line all the time. So they'll be going through the same things that your team is going through. You just got to make those big plays consistently every game. And if you can do that, you can pull off a win. Like Literally, you can pull off a win. Playing the Crocs, they got to limit power from dominating them. If they can do that, they got a chance. I think they just have to come up with a way to win. Steal some games, should I say, and, they, and they'll have a chance. What about you, Spence? Anything you think keys for this team? Anything you want to add? I think the Butchers need to go back to their kind of like fighting mentality. They need to get that underdog kind of mentality going. Like you said, they need to win key games. And I've got it as the Roosters and the Steelers are like the top tier. They're the ones that everyone wants to beat. 
because you know they're back to back maple balls now. But then you've got the Crocs and the Wolverines. I put the Wolverines there this year. Yeah, they've signed a lot of players, but the Crocs and the Wolverines are always in the grey zone. They can lose games and they can win games. Yeah. And then you've got UNC, Waza, and then the Butchers. Well, the, what the Butchers need to do is get this underdog and fighting mentality throughout the whole team to really push. You know, they might not have the best skill set, but I think they can win on on that desire and that fight mentality. They could steal a win against the Crocs. They could steal a win against the Wolverines if they're dysfunctional or not operating to their potential, which we've seen in the past. And then from there, you're in the playoffs. And then who said that you can't go? There's some question marks about the Steelers. Will they have the same power? There's a question mark about the Roosters. Will they have the same dynasty mentality or efficiency in the way they operate? I think there is a way that the Butchers could be could turn it around. But I think it's more of if they just turn up the games and go through the motions, I don't think they get anywhere. And they're, they're in a danger to really fall off. But if they've got this fighting mentality or like a culture of like, right, let's just hit them in the mouth and go full speed, I think they could sneak some wins. And that puts them in the playoffs and that puts them in contention to do something maybe some of us didn't see at the start of the season. Coach Q, what are a couple of obstacles that they'll have to overcome to be successful this year? Uh, being the underdogs. <laughs> it's like you're in that position every season. And at some point you have to establish that, look, this is not going to be us. Like we're not going to come into every game being the underdogs. At some point people need to start fearing you. They need to start worrying about you. They need to start watching film on you more. And they, they back in 2017, they were still the number three team in the playoffs. So they've always had this like this fight about them to get them to the playoffs. But what can you do when you get there? Mm. And now they need to get over that hump of like, we need to win a playoff game at this point. It's not whether they can make it to the playoffs. It's can you win a playoff game? They got beat real, real bad last playoffs. Like I think it was like 40-something to seven. Wasn't much of a competition, but they got to get back to that. They got to get back to, hey, believing that we can be one of the top teams and not just say it, but just show it. Still sound like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I promise you, I ain't trying to hate on them. The similarities are there. Of a great franchise, great organization, always a good team. You always have high expectations. Even if you don't expect it, they're going to be in the mix. But does it really matter if, like you said, they don't win a playoff game? Don't be the Dallas Cowboys. That's my advice to all Porvoo Butcher players and fans. Don't be the Dallas Cowboys. Are there any other options? Yeah, that was just my main was there. I think here on the show, I mean, we all feel like this is one of those teams where I don't want to admit it, but I feel like we secretly root for this team no matter what. It's it's a great organization. They have their personality. We know who the Butchers are. They're going to be a, a finished player team, and they're going to try their hardest. They win some, they lose some. But at the same time, we don't. I don't want them to be the Dallas Cowboys. Go out there, win a playoff, get back in the Maple Bowl. IQ said, establish your dominance. Stop being an underdog. This is a team that... With the right matchup, if they bring in enough players, I feel like they're two or three imports away from being an easy playoff team. I feel like they're making it more difficult than it has to be because they keep not bringing in two or three more imports. This team that refuses to bring in five imports. If they bring in five, immediately the Wolverines start looking less sexy as a playoff team. That's who they start to match up against very well. 
You know, the crocodiles will always be the crocodiles. You can't count them out. This season, I think, is a make or break season for them. I think this is a season that Miko Seppinen puts this team on his back and they either show up every week and make it tough for anybody they play or they let it ride. If they let it ride, this could be their last year in the Maple League. That's how I see it. That's how close this team is. They could either be a playoff team or they could be in Division One next year. I think you're exactly right, though. You know, like, I think people do secretly, you know, root for the butchers, like, subconsciously. At least when I've looked back on my career, I know that there were two games that I always hated because of the physicality, which was Total Trojans and then the Portable Butchers. You know, they're going to go there. They're going to smash you in the mouth. They're going to be in your face all the time. And they had that sort of, like, you know, you're coming to our house. There's not many places, at least when I played, that were like our house. Like this is our place. But I know that, like when we went to Portmore's place, it was like, yeah, okay, we're in for a battle here, regardless of whether you were favourites or whether you know you ended up beating them out. The first downs, the first sort of quarter was always like, who's who's gonna the battle of attrition? Who's gonna hit and set the precedent? And they always did well. Can they do that? That's hard to implement on a season. You know, that, that comes through culture, that comes through a journey of the same players growing an identity. But they can channel that, that energy. They can do well. It's just whether they can do that on what they've done in the offseason. I don't know what kind of training they've done. Uh, we've mentioned a few additions they've made. But, like, there's nothing that stands out for me on the, on the defensive side that's like, oh, shit. They sign a really athletic linebacker that can really make an impact. I think they've got a real chance to, you know, upset some teams. Bring back uh, Mitch Daly from a couple seasons ago. Y'all remember that guy? That DB safety guy? I threw it out there. I was like, here's this podcast. Bring back Mitch Daly. You bring bring back a guy like that. That's exactly what you're looking for. And you're, you're in this thing. That's it for this episode of American Football in Finland. Hope it was worth the listen. Any last words before we get out of here, guys? Q, you got anything you want to say to the people out there? Uh, I'm just looking forward to the season, looking forward to some some great plays being made and seeing uh, what team is is going to edge out at the front. First thing is for everyone to get their Rutu subscription to make sure they don't miss all the games so they know what we're talking about and just, yeah, just get on the season and get excited because like Q said, it's going to be a good one. What about you, Chris? I just can't wait for the season. It, it's definitely one of those years. I think it is still open. I don't think it's all going to be Corpio. I think there's a few teams that are going to be in contention and I can't wait to see uh, those matchups this year. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're excited for the season, man. Good luck to all the teams. If we say something you don't like, let us know. If we say something you do like, let us know. You know, we we enjoy, you know, when people tell us we're doing a good job as well as when we're doing it back. If you enjoy the show, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to give us five stars as well. Anything less will let us know that you are a hater. You can also follow us on the gram and Facebook at American Football in Finland. Until next time, never forget T-I-F. We go. American Football in Finland.